Welcome to Consciousness and Leadership, the podcast for truth-seeking souls. I am your fellow soul brother in this incarnation, a ghost cat blood. Also by the name my parents gifted me when I reincarnated. If it was reincarnated, possibly incarnated. Onto this earthly realm, Spencer Raymond Madden. And I'm really excited to be bringing to you this special episode. I've never done anything like this before. In this episode, I am going to release to you a segment from one of the workshops that my beloved wife and I, Jenna, hosted for a program that just concluded. It was called Transcending the Patriarchy. And the intention with this program was to guide divine feminine leaders into a deep process and journey around healing their relationship to the masculine and evolving it into a place of grounded centeredness so that you can merge into your divine blissful union. Ultimately, we know that is the space where the divine feminine can truly co-create. It was beautiful to take these women on a journey into the remembering of their sacred masculine energetics because we all have divine feminine. We all have sacred masculine within. And this is so beautiful to witness when women go deeper into letting themselves be trusted, secure, safe, empowered, directional by synergizing, activating the sacred masculine component of themselves. This is beyond gender. We talked about this in what the workshop you're going to see in a little bit. It's beyond gender. You have the sacred masculine within, the divine feminine within. And things like stress, burden, overwhelm, fear, when it's running through a woman's system, that really can pull them down. And you can create that sacred masculine energetic and really reawaken and birth it. So that way you can stand truly on your own two feet and in co-collaboration with men. So it's been really beautiful. And there was a transmission that came through when... Some of the women on on the workshop were asking, hey, can you share a little bit about where men are at? What do you see in your men's work? What do you think are some of the big things that are holding men back? So I went into a bit of a channeling around the chains that are holding men back. And it's really valuable to listen to this, whether you're a brother out there. So you'll kind of, you'll understand what I'm seeing and perceiving. You're going to get a lot of medicine there. And if you're a sister listening to this, It's awesome because this is going to give you so much insight into how men as a gender are experiencing the awakening of the sacred masculine within themselves, within men as a gender, and within their their union with partners and in all their collaboration and creativity. So, yeah, I asked some permission for the women who are on there. There are some first names being said, which is absolutely fine. Everyone is... Okay with that, Um, please note that uh, it's really unscripted. It's really a sacred piece of content. And, you know, the the women, there were 17 women in this program. We capped it at 15 and we let two other applications come in because they were just absolutely perfect for this program. So it's intimate, right? These are really divine feminine leaders deep, deep, deep in the activation space leading and rising the divine feminine in this planet while the patriarchal energetic i like to call it the overarching energy of this density of subjugation control limitation really you know it's really cranking up in a lot of ways you can listen to this podcast episode you know episodes in the past where i talk about all of the powers that be from aliens to the mason oh you can go all day about that but 
ultimately it's an overarching control energetic that is designed to keep us disempowered so that way we may have a mirror with this perspective of disempowerment to then transcend beyond it and move into higher frequencies as a species during this grand rising of humanity. So it was very, very high level leaders in here. And I'd love for you to just listen and you know witness some of the comments that these women were sharing in this space and find yourself in there. What has the, what is their medicine? How are their questions and their energetics impacting you? These are healers. These are medicine women. These are business coaches. These are women who are entrepreneurs and are creating their dream reality manifested now through this type of healing. Just like men are out there in the forest healing and releasing and transmuting and coming and facing off with all of this stuff that's been heaped on us as men, the divine feminine is going through that rebirthing in her own unique way. So beautiful space. It was so much fun for this program. If you're interested in being on the wait list for one in the future, send me a message in the DMs at the new earth masculine. And that's the Instagram one. That's pretty much where I'm posting a bit. I'm spending less and less time on social media as I co-create way more in person. It's really beautiful the energetics that I I'm anchoring and growing and flowing into down here in Nicaragua right now. It's like nothing I've ever fucking experienced in, in this reality so far. So, so beautiful. And it's just really taken me, not taken me away, but source has shifted me in a direction where I'm not creating as much content like I used to. I've been a content producer for so long and now I'm just putting things out that feel really valuable and high vibrational. There's going to be a lot around transcending the patriarchy. The name is going to be changing. It's going to be a beautiful, like a really beautiful course and membership. A whole bunch of stuff is being planned, which is really, really neat that we were able to lay the foundation with these series of four workshops, which will also be available in the portal for the future courses and stuff like that. Just because these workshops were yeah, true, true transmissions which is so beautiful. So here's a little taste, a little teaser of it. It's a, it's a real good deep dive. It was spontaneous channeling. Didn't have any notes or anything like that. It goes for, I think about an hour. So, you know, listen to it. If you can listen to it in entirety with a notepad or sitting outside in nature would be great. Not really something to listen to when you're half distracted. I think that would be disrespectful to the energetics of what the women were creating. And you know, this is in the past because you're listening to a, a recording, a Zoom recording. But we also have to remember that time is not, is, only, is not only linear, but it's infinite. So when you go back and you're listening to this, it's still simultaneously happening even though your perception right now would be, hey, I'm listening to Ghost Cat's voice on record, meaning it's in the past, but there's also the simultaneous infinite happening. So you're actually connecting in with these women. When you honor the space, you have that intention and that respect. So this is definitely one to really drop into and feel yourself and the women, feel yourself and what I was sharing, feel yourself of how you relate to the to the masculine and men. We go deep into father, we go into war programming, we go into all kinds of things that we have to look at as men and by extension as women in order to heal and rise the sacred masculine energetic to co-create and synergize with potent hero gamos frequencies with the divine feminine within and also externally as if we're looking out at this projection from behind our eyes. It's a lot of fun. 
Here we go, I can keep going with the hype, but if you're still here and you're still ready to go, without further ado, dropping you into a channel section from Transcending the Patriarchy workshop number two, which was entitled Men. So when Jen and I were putting together this workshop, we thought it would be really good to just give you an opportunity to just relax and, and listen to a bit of my take on some of the inner, the inner workings of what I see with my male clients, what I see with conscious men, what I see are some of the big blocks and areas holding men back currently and talking a little bit about men as a gender. So for the next 15 minutes, I just really encourage you to just, just get comfortable. There's not anything that you have to do here. You know, put away the notepad. I know we've been doing a lot of a lot of journaling and things like that. And just know that the right nugget, the night, right piece of information will, you know, it, it will stay with you if it's meant to, and you'll always be able to come back to this replay. And I, you know, we made, Jen and I made a few notes around this, but I'm really just going to just talk openly about what I'm seeing when it comes, when it comes to men right now, both from my own perspective and from others as well. And it's, I'm not doing this from a place of, you know, a, a perfect intro, middle and out. I'm literally just going to talk on some of some of the things that I know are, are really, really valuable. So one of the biggest things that I've seen while being on my own evolution journey is Knowing that this energetic of control and subjugation, the patriarchy as we've termed it, termed it for this program, has impacted men as deeply, as horrifically, as profoundly as it's impacted women. And the traumas that men have had from the patriarchy are you know, as deep as what has happened to women. And I feel like often there is this energetic out there that women have been more wounded and subjugated by this energy of the patriarchy than men. You know, we like to, you know, we talk about how women have been made slaves and the witch hunts and all of these things, which are extremely valid and relevant, but there often isn't as much as much um, discussion around like how the patriarchy has truly impacted men from a lot of different angles that we're going to talk about right now. Like, let's talk about a few of the programs of the patriarchy that have been used to disempower and ultimately siphon men. Now, it's also important that more and more men are awakening to the knowledge that all of this has been unfolding divinely. And without these deep programs 
happening to men, we wouldn't, we wouldn't be where we are on this awakening path right now. But it's important that we, we understand them so that way we can dissolve them and ultimately move into that space of loving neutrality, having the compassion and the forgiveness for, for all of these programs that, for lack of a better word, have fucked a lot of, a lot of men up. And then from this place, these men have projected, expected, decided, impacted women. So what are some of the traditional programs of the patriarchy that we see still playing out? Well, one of the first ones that comes up for me is the war program. You know, how many of you have been directly impacted by the patriarchy program of war? I know Sonia shared about her father and um, I believe it was Katie or one of you, might have been Katie, one of you in the comments shared about your father was in the military as well and this is a program that is extremely deep in our culture and we're going to go deep into the the culture of this in the next workshop on the collective but i want to preface this right now and just give you an opportunity to like check in with the men who have been in your reality from the moment you were born and just take a moment to reflect on how this war energetic has impacted them. Might have been your grandfather like mine. It may have been your father or your brother, your uncle who is serving or has served. And just take a moment to think about like how this program of the patriarchy conditioned them. We're not writing or wronging or judging it. We're literally being that witness and observer. Like, why, like how has this war energetic caused them to be, caused them to act, caused them to show up or lack of showing up? Now, how has this war energetic impacted all of the boys? How has it impacted your lovers and your boyfriends and your partners throughout your life it's a very it's a very deep program that's why i bring it up because ultimately this this war program has been a hijacking of the sacred masculine energetic and role in this earthly realm to protect to stand up for the divine feminine and the reality we live in has is one of distortions where things have been twisted and the the patriarchy program has really twisted this desire this this desire of the masculine to protect for its own means, for its own control. And it shows up in this war program. So just as you navigate your healing and your evolution, being that witness in neutrality and seeing, well, how is this war script, this war programming impacting them? You know, I have aspects of this running in me. 
and I've done a lot of healing and evolution and there's still aspects of, you know, my grandpa fighting wars that has come down the line for me. So it can be subtle and it can be very much in your face. It can be your dad is literally in the military or it could be your grandpa had uh, PTSD and never actually said anything about it. But, you know, your, your brother picked up on his energetic and that impacted him. Another program building off of that is this idea of providing at all cost. And this is one of these traditional programs that we've really seen a lot of distortions and change to recently from providing at all costs, being the farmers, being the merchants, bringing money for the household so women and children could eat and thrive into this interesting time where that started to shift as women started to become more and more providers. And this has led to an interesting, a really interesting energetic right now where a lot of men are just not really sure what the provider role means anymore. And this is something I see a lot in my work with men, especially with men who have partners that are really you know, female partners who are really entrepreneurial or growing businesses, it can really add an interesting energetic into the relationship as it has with Jenna and my own relationship when you have a female partner who is thriving and who is entrepreneurial and all of a sudden this old patriarchal script of being the provider at all costs gets turned on his head. And what comes with that can often be this programming of shame, guilt, and often the man doesn't even really realize where this is coming from because he hasn't spent down and sat down and said, oh, this is the provider script running that he's not ready to release. So this can create a lot of confusion. So having that awareness and compassion when your partner is maybe not providing, as you would see, like, where is that traditional provider script running? Another program is this idea of if you're not wealthy, you're a failure. And the patriarchy script of, of money. So just reflecting on how money has impacted the men in your life. Was there a lot of hustle energy that perhaps got passed on to you? Was there a lot of poverty consciousness in your lineage that perhaps got passed on where has money chained the men within your family and within you growing up and what did that create what kind of cascading effect did that create for the women in your family that you then took on as a projection or as a story and how has that now led to your relationship with money as a divine feminine leader? Quite often, a lot of the money struggles that I see with women, including some of the ones that I've you know, been fortunate enough to serve within this container, can link back to fathers and it can link back to masculine lineage and can also ultimately link back to the patriarchal program of money 
So bringing that into your awareness as you go on your healing journey can be very, very important. Now, I want to talk a little bit more about this protection aspect. And this is something that the divine masculine does. We know that this is what the divine masculine energy within you as a woman does for your divine feminine. Your divine feminine is to protect, to ground, to be that rock. And we look at how protection has been played out and it links very deeply to war. And we're at a very interesting time right now as men continue to awaken to this. And I see this in my client calls. I've had some very deep discussions around this is we're at an interesting place where we're seeing tyranny sweep across our globe in our governments with the crackdowns and all of these things. And men are being asked to step up and protect. But a lot of us don't really know how to not revert to the old code of the patriarchy, guns, violence, contraction. So th this is where you have to, this is very interesting, especially if you have a partner who's awakening to be aware of this protection aspect and how confusing it can be for a man who's had the old scripts of, of war and protection running. And now he's being asked to do that, but yet he knows that picking up arms isn't the way to do that. And that's a very confusing thing, especially when he's feeling this pressure of doing this for you, his partner in the divine feminine. And I'm not gonna say that there is a quick and easy answer to this because it's not we're in this discovery phase right now as men as what i would call a sacred masculine guardian of the new earth now, this is one of the reasons why jen and i moved to nicaragua because that was part of how i was perceiving my new role within this protection energetic and again it's very unknown we'll see how that plays out there's many men all over the world who are exploring what this looks like and this is a big thing i want to i want to bring home to you ladies right now especially with those of you who have partners or men in your life who are actively you know, quote unquote doing personal development willing to evolve is this is a huge exploratory time for the masculine it's truly a massive awakening of an energetic that's been suppressed within men and it's really fucking confusing. It's really confusing because we've had all of these patriarchal programmings running for so, so, so long that it truly is the, a rebirth in the deepest sense. And, you know, I've been very fortunate to support literally hundreds of women now since Jen and I started in this intentional coaching healing industry. And I, I can say without a doubt that women are further ahead as a collective when it comes to healing when it comes to evolving beyond the patriarchy so a lot of men out there are feeling like they have to catch up to women so having that compassion and that understanding and forgiveness for your partners right now is really really important and this isn't to say you can excuse abusive behavior and stuff like that because obviously that's not the sacred masculine and that's a whole other thing 
but to have that deep compassionate understanding that he may just be a little bit behind you in your perception but that doesn't invalidate the work that he's going through when it comes to the patriarchy so being aware of that when you see him you know, doing the research or maybe not being the man that you hoped or acting a certain way in a situation that may not be up to your standards or what you read read on an instagram post that men and your conscious man should act like or be like it's just to step back into that loving neutrality and really reflect like is this is this a soul that has incarnated in a masculine body who is in the process the intentional process of activating his sacred masculine is this part of his process and if the answer is yes i would per i would personally consider yourself extremely lucky at this time because that is the type of man who is going to figure it out he's not going to quit he's not going to He's not going to give up on this because once you have that sacred masculine energetic as a man started, it really can't be stopped because ultimately we know that men are driven with a deep desire to know consciousness and the patriarchal programming has been so effective for millennia at dimming the consciousness and the intentional exploration of consciousness for men that we've ended up with the earth that we're at, which is perfectly divine and absolutely how it's meant to be. But you and I will both agree, there's a lot of things that have to change on this earth. Children in tunnels, human trafficking, exploitation of the rainforest, pollution of the planet, social structures, all of these things. And here we are now having men coming out of this deep, dark, dense as fuck program many of us in our 20s or our 30s or 40s or 50s with 20 plus years of this program and now we're starting to come out and see that there is a better way there is a role for us there is a mission for us so having compassion for that and encouragement for that is so so important one of the most powerful things you can do if you're a divine feminine leader and you have a man in your life whether it's you know your partner your sexual partner or other men is to truly encourage them and to not molly coddle them or baby them along but to truly see them for the work they're in because it's it's really really hard and the you know as we talked about with the cat call and one of you i think it was sonia said you know i you know, I was in my radiance and I lit up at that and, you know, you know, bring it on boys, all of that kind of energy. Like that's, that's the same kind of energy of what the masculine desires. The masculine desire is to be, you know, to be appreciated and to be witnessed by the divine feminine. That's what's going to fill him up. That's what's going to encourage him to go deeper into his consciousness. And ultimately, there's so much consciousness that's coming, coming forth and being understood right now that rest assured that it won't be stopped. Like the earth is, is fully changing and we will have the new earth anchoring in very, very soon because of the work that you're doing, but also because of these men who are just beginning to crawl out of 
this darkness and start on this healing journey. Another big program that's been running that I, I feel like many of you being in this coaching space are, are definitely aware of, but as, as a collective, as you know, outside of a lot of this intentional personal development space isn't really talked about a lot when it comes to men, is the sexual trauma that the patriarchy has imprinted and encoded into men, literally into our DNA, siphoning us, because ultimately the patriarchy wants to siphon the energy of men to keep us small, controlled, and slaves. So you can see we're really up against a lot as men. And the sexual trauma, which literally can go from one end of the spectrum of addiction to porn, starting when you're 10 years old, all the way to, you know, how you're supposed to perform in bed and the siphoning of that kind of energy to the rejection from women. All of these things factor in. And ultimately, it leads to this choice point moment where men have to either choose to come out of that sexual trauma and heal, or they're going to be getting caught in it. And I really see this, this splitting of timelines when it comes to the masculine, where men are going into more sexual trauma, or they're starting to consciously come out of that. And neither is right or wrong. It's all a journey from a soul's perspective. But if, if you see a man who is willing to explore his sexual trauma and move through that, whether that's through brotherhood, coaching, retreats, talking about it, it's really, really important. And one of the beautiful things that you can do as a divine feminine leader who more than likely has more experience in the healing of this, as many of you do, is, is to encourage him to, to share or to be witnessed in brotherhood. So that way he can move through this because the, the patriarchy hooks when it comes to sexual trauma are so, so deep for men and it's not being talked about nearly as much. So I want to just give you 60 seconds of silence to just feel into everything that we've shared here. And then I'm going to continue flowing with this because I know there's a lot more value to to be brought through. So just take the next 60 seconds to just keep your eyes closed and just, just sit with everything that I've shared. I had to just had a look in the comments there. And yeah, great discussions around circumcision. That's literally a deep code as well. It's been programmed. 
it's amazing too if you're in a locker room in North America. Now I would I would wager that probably 80% of men in a locker room after a sports game are circumcised. It's literally a mutilate mutilation of our our sexual essence that's been normalized as something that's healthy. One of the big things that we're seeing right now is what I call the bifurcations of the masculine timeline. And this is something that I really want to impress upon you because you're going to be experiencing this intently as women over the next, the next coming years, the next coming months, the next coming days, where there are men who are going to choose to become sacred guardians of the new earth. And that is their role. They're going to go through all of the healing and evolution that's required to become that embodiment of what I like to call the golden god, the man who has his shit together, the man who has the consciousness to know when he doesn't have his shit together and take, take the aligned action to come deeper into neutrality and his heart space on one fork of, of the why. And then on the other side, you're going to see men who are going to go deeper into the density. And you'll have to be prepared for that because the reality is we all desire the, you know, many of us desire the golden God, whether it's our partner or the men around us in our community. The fact of the matter is there's going to be millions and millions, if not billions of men who are drawn and continue to have their essence captured by the patriarchy right up until the point that they leave this planet. So it's a good reminder to not fall into savior complex, which women can often be guilty of, is becoming the savior for men. And that doesn't help you and that doesn't help him. So using that beautiful feminine and intuition that you have cultivated over all of your personal and soul development of knowing when you can actually support a man on his conscious awakening, holding that sacred feminine space, and also know when it becomes a siphoning trap for you that actually takes you out of your radiance. Because I see a lot of women out there who are actually creating their own siphoning loop by trying to save or change or evolve a man who isn't meant to evolve in this realm. And this is the big, this is the big hard you know, stone cold truth is that there are millions and millions of men who reincarnated in this round on this earthly plane to be a piece of the patriarchy control system. That is what their soul desired. That is what they came here. And they literally will not evolve. They will not change. In fact, they're going to go deeper into the patriarchy energetic. And when you're in this place of loving neutrality, which can be described as compassion and total acceptance for all, that's totally fine. And they're going to leave this realm, leave their bodies and continue with their journey. So just be aware, are you being siphoned into that trap by them by playing, by playing into their patriarchy control? Or are you stepping back? detaching yourself and removing yourself from that.
there's so much redefining of the masculine right now that we're starting to see men's work become a very big, big thing right now. So encouraging men to find brotherhood, encouraging men to start a brotherhood, encouraging men to have these conversations with other brothers, because it's absolutely happening. But to have that divine feminine space, encouraging it can help can help this process flow and move at a more rapid space. There's other really powerful traps that men are, are leaving behind right now or being called deeper into. And we've talked about some of them on this call. There is you know, the trap of alcohol, which many of you alluded to. So just checking in with you know, how alcohol has impacted men in your lineage. How has that siphoned the radiance of women from your lineage? How has that siphoned your life force? There's obviously porn we talked about, sexual appetite, this idea of like, how many women can you fuck? I can't even tell you how many times I've been, <laughs> been, been, and I've been a part of it, where you literally are talking about the numbers and this is a powerful, powerful trap of competition, which is something else that I want to flow into. And this is that idea of competition that is so deeply programmed. It's so deeply programmed that they, in, like, that they inserted a false narrative through a guy called Darwin called survival of the fittest of species that then they projected onto men and onto all of us, quite frankly, but specifically onto men that you have to compete, compete to compete, or you're going to be eaten up. You're going to have to live in a dog eat dog world in the corporate world. You have to climb the corporate ladder. It doesn't matter who you blow through by, you have to compete. And this is shifting on the one timeline where men are learning how to collaborate and co-create with other men again. And it's beautiful to witness and be a part of that because Many men are ripe for that and willing for that, but it's also still there. I even find myself sometimes when I'm co-creating with men, comparing myself, am I, do, am I enough? Oh, this man has it together, this brother has it together more than me. And it's a deep remembering for men that we are, can't find things outside of us because men are so programmed from this condition to do right? Take action, be the fixer. Like how many of you have had fathers or brothers or partners that don't actually know how to be in stillness with themselves and just take massive action in order to not actually explore their feelings or their emotions or the trauma, you know, working yourself to the bone, very common program that we talk about all the time when it comes to men. We have the whole aspect of sports and this idea of constant competition that's been programmed. I know when I was younger, I used to watch the sports highlights and sports team stuff all the time. And there's nothing right or wrong with that. I think there's sport can be a very healthy expression of masculine competition and, and to, to help 
let that energetic move and flow without stagnating. But the fact of the matter is it's been exploited by the patriarchy to the thousandth degree when it comes to sports. You have people literally fighting in stadiums. You have people whose whole identity is around being a part of a sports team. And then, well, what happens with that competition most of the time when it's so in your face and in your energetic is that competition gets brought home. It gets brought into everything, gets brought into your work. So you can see this is a very confusing time for men to have this competition script that's been running so prevalently. And all of a sudden, you're starting to do the work of realizing, well, I don't need to compete. Well, what do I do instead? Well, I need to be, well, what is beingness? And then you open up this whole can of worms that can lead to confusion, that can lead to having to feel for the first time. How many of you have had partners or family members or fathers who you can just tell because you have, you know, you have a high degree of feeling as, as an innate characteristic of of reincarnating as a, in a female body where you can just tell that they're they can't feel that their feeling is literally literally turned off well here's now we have this whole other spectrum where we're we're turning this on as men and we actually have to learn how to feel we have to learn how to process this you know i have a, a weekly call with a really sacred brother of mine and we talk about this a lot where like we're learning to feel and like we're conscious and aware of this and we have conscious partners. Well, how challenging is it if you don't, if you don't have that support system as a man and you're starting to feel more and more, it's very easy to follow back, fall back into the, the traps that, you know, the drugs, the porn, the alcohol, because it's also prevalent. Very interesting that when this whole pandemic rolled out that the weed shops and the alcohol shops, never actually closed because they were essential services. Well, why are they essential services? They're essential services because they keep the masculine under thumb, under heel, continue to siphon from that sacred masculine taking action. There's an interesting thing going on right now too, where men are learning to be more sensitive. Now, what do I mean by that? I don't mean crying and all of this stuff. Oh, that's a part of it. I mean, literally sensitive to starting to use the senses again. And many men are starting to explore the sixth and seventh sense that was traditionally seen as woo or witchy or turned off. Yes, there's always been warlocks and male healers, but now we're seeing this on a widespread basis. So there's a lot of confusion with men around that too, because it's been looked down upon. It's been looked as shamed. It's let it's looked at as less than. That's why I'm really fortunate in the brotherhood that I've created, where like it's full of men who love to talk about Reiki and love to talk about galactic stuff. But oh, the reality is a lot of this stuff is very, very new for men. And it can be scary, even if you are drawn to consciousness and the patriarchal programming and conditioning is so strong that you can easily revert. We talk about masculine and feminine energies really freely in this program. And the reality is most men out there hear the word feminine applied to them and it's an immediate contraction. Oh, I'm not feminine. So if you have a partner or a man in your life who's even remotely open to exploring masculine feminine energies he's extremely far ahead of the curve and on that right path 
the right fork in, you know, when it comes to the why and the fork of choosing the role of sacred guardianship. And sometimes it just takes encouragement. Sometimes it takes literally having discussions with your partner and exploring what this means. Sometimes it takes exploring it in the context of a, ma like a male program. Remember, compassion, understanding, awareness. Compassion, understanding, awareness. A big script, too, that's really fucked a lot of men up is the idea that we're getting blamed for everything. We're blamed for how things are. The actual gender of men gets blamed by both men and women and by the social constructs that, you know, it's men who fuck this up. And the reality is it's, it's very few, very few men, many of them, you know, taking orders from off-world species. But the reality is that blame, that collective blame and burden has been pushed onto men. So a lot of men are carrying this trauma and this guilt and this shame of, well, why the heck am I the way I am? And why the heck is the world the way it is? And carrying the world, the weight of the world on your shoulders, because the reality is men love to carry burden. We are addicted to carrying burden, whether it's for ourselves, our family, our shame, our lineage, the world, the problems of the world. So one of the things that you're going to witness as you spend and co-create, spend time with and co-create with more sacred guardians, men stepping up, is you're going to see a big process of reducing and removing and dissolving burden, which is not very easy. It reminds you of that image of Atlas from one of the mythologies where he's literally carrying the world on his back up a mountain. And we're seeing this as, you know, as a visual reminder that the man, men have to literally let that dissolve and straighten up. And when a man becomes less burdened, it's going to allow his consciousness to flow more and more and more. It's important to remember that men identify with and it's an identity transition thing because ultimately when we dissolve identifications we come back to who we truly are as a soul but it's a transition to that so purpose and mission are extremely important to men when they don't have that they're going to feel lost and aimless so encouraging men to fulfill their mission and just knowing that the feminine, you know, the feminine in a way is, is designed or its role is to see if it can pull the masculine off of purpose and off of mission. And, you know, you, you may have a man who's so on purpose that he's working on his thing instead of spending time with you. Yet you, you secretly love that he's so on purpose with that and this is this is one of the things i love to hear when i talk with women on these calls is oh he's working on this mission and stuff like that and he won't spend time with me but then when you actually ask them like okay but but you have a problem with that it's like no it's actually really attractive and sexy to have a man who is on purpose and as he becomes more conscious realizes that there's 
a balance to that and he can have it all, which is a program that's been running as well as this idea that you can't have it all as a man. You can't have a beautiful partner. You can't have a beautiful family. You can't, you can't, you can't, you can't. But now we're moving into this era and this energy of, well, you can. And again, it's a massive rewriting. One of the things I want to encourage you to do and to be aware of as you depart this call and you flow with your partners and the men in your, your reality is not to fix him. This is a huge thing that relates to women being siphoned with the savior complex is this idea of fixing or I'll just give him one more chance or, you know, I can change him. And, and many women do this consciously and they also do it subtly. But the reality is when you're trying to fix him, you're actually detracting from his ability as a soul to lean into his edge and discover who he really is. And the process of him becoming the sacred masculine guardian is going to take a lot longer when you're trying to fix him. And I guarantee you that your relationship will be extremely challenging if you're trying to fix your man. It's important to remember that men at least in the early stages of evolving their consciousness, they learn through action. They learn through doing, they learn through, they learn through failure, trying something. It doesn't work. Retrying it again. They need space. Like men need space. So making sure that you're not mothering him, like ask yourself, like, are you mothering your partner? Where are you mothering the men in your life? Because if you're mothering him, mothering him, you're going to be contracting him and you're actually doing him a disservice from stepping into his next level of evolution. And being compassionate that many men have resistance right now to actually putting themselves out there. I see this a lot with my men's group where a lot of men are hesitant because of the, the wounding of other men. The wound, the brotherhood wound is so deep. The ability to be seen and held in space, sacred space by other men that they, they're hesitating to put the, hesitating to come to the circles. They're hesitating to join the program. So if you have a partner who is at that place, encouragement is, is important. Now this isn't about you have to do this or our relationship's over, but encouraging them. Oh yeah. You know, my partner, you know, a friend of mine had their partner going or, you know, asking your, you know, great thing to do can be asking your female friend whose partner, whose, you know, ma whose male partner is a part of something to reach out and connect. This is a big thing, right? It's very, it's a very powerful energetic to have another man extend the invite to come to this work, to be seen and heard. Because men have to relearn what it's like to be witnessed in their emotions other than anger and competition and the ecstasy of scoring a goal in a sport, sports, uh, sports game by other men. And that's, that's challenging to be witnessed for your full spectrum of emotions that have been locked up and siphoned in front of other men. So there's a lot of different things in here that I trust you found valuable. 
I'm going to check in with the comments and are there any areas that you'd like me to flow into when it comes to men? Anything that you'd ever wanted to know from a man's perspective about men, you can drop in the comments right now and I'm going to loop back in. And if there's anything in there, we will share and flow around it and then we're going to carry on with some of the things that Jen is bringing forth. So I'm going to check in with the comments here. So I see Christy not allowing any feeling and physical ailments popping up. Yep. Classic case of the issues get stuck in the tissues. Yeah, Katie, it's been a time warp. <laughs> yeah, sometimes these can keep going. They've killed each other for millennia in combat. Yeah, like it like how deep is the patriarchal programming that it's been normalized within our society that it's okay for a man to take another man's life on behalf of X cause ex-government, ex-program. Like that's something that has shown us a lot about how we don't have to be anymore. And just think of that energetic that's running through men in our DNA of how many in our lineage have killed or have been been killed. Can you talk about men enabling other men, not calling other men out on their misogyny, etc.? Okay, yeah, I think a big one of this comes down to, you know, men being afraid of comp comp confrontation is a big one. You know, it's one thing to have your gun out and tell a man something, but it's a whole other thing to literally stand there and stand up for whether it's a misogynistic comment or something like that. And this is something I feel will shift with time as men become more confident and courageous because you have to remember there's, there's men standing up out of obligation or lower energetics often based in fear of like oh i should stand up here and then there's the actual sacred masculine grounded guardian that stands up because it's the right thing to do and there's a there's a gap between that in a lot of men right now and yeah i, I feel like there's enabling enabling other men is just part of this patriarchal energy that's been going on for so long. You know, it comes down to that, that team mentality of like, oh, okay, well, we're on a team. So if someone does it, we're all going to do it. And I feel like with time, we're going to see men calling other men forward on their misogyny saying, hey, that's, that's not okay. But it's an interesting dynamic, right? When we talk about this bifurcation, the splitting of the timelines where 
you know, there's that hesitation, there's that hesitation or thought of like, well, what is going to happen because of this? And I also think it's like, a, it's, it can also be a time and a situational thing as well. It's like, are you going, is the man willing to get into this confrontation, potentially get injured or whatnot? Or is it simply he being in his sacred masculine guardianship by like removing himself and you from the situation? Because sometimes that is the role of the sacred masculine guardian is actually not to stand up and call that out, call that out in person. So it's a situational thing. I'd really love to know if, you experience conscious men as actually willing and desiring to hear from the divine parent perspective on their integrity and evolution. I, li I literally feel and sense the exact conditioning and trauma that each man can work on, but I notice that they're resistant and willing to hear it. There's a lot of space, there's a lot of grace and respect needing in the process, but I have such an issue with it. Yes, really, really, really great question. I think a lot of this comes back to men being traumatized that they don't want to hear it from women and i also feel like they do but sometimes it can be delivered in a way that isn't as receptive that doesn't allow for receptivity so i think this is a big one like if there's something that you would like to call forward in your partner you know perhaps he need you know perhaps he's like not leading in some way that you desire him to lead in. Well, there's a big difference between it getting to a boiling point and you being in the frenetic energy telling him this versus, you know, saying like, I have something that I've noticed in you that's impacting our relationship, or I can see it impacting your life. Like, are you willing, are you available for me to share my perspective on what i'm seeing like are you open to that like that's a big difference between then projecting something that you think he should be doing or being versus like asking and i think this is a big thing like asking for a man's permission and consent to sharing what your what you what you with your divine feminine radiance and intuition know like largely knows can help break down any kind of walls and make him more receptive. So I, I would say that can be a great way to approach it. Because I think I, I truly feel that most men are who are conscious and aware are willing to hear that. It just has to be framed in a way, framed in a way that doesn't make them feel emasculated. And this is a, this is a great line of feeling as well as like how much emasculation has there been with the men in your life like how have they been emasculated and what has that created within their reality has the emasculated create was it created shields layers wounding default patterns flight freeze running away reading through the comments right now mm -hmm. i think a big thing too with this last comment bit about sonia's there is 
you know, if you, if, you know, you're saying there's a lot of grace and respect needed in, the, in this process, agreed. I feel like that I kind of talked about that, but you have such an issue with it. So again, if you have such an issue with it, it's, it's like scale up, zoom out, become that observer in loving neutrality and ask yourself, like, why do you have such an issue with it? Actual grounding, standing up is the right thing to do. Shadow side to team play, yes. I've been told it's too much. The delivery is too cutting. Too much on the nose. Yeah, I think one of the biggest things and that this is, this goes two ways. Like I do, I do this on my client calls as well as asking for permission is key because if they don't want to hear it and they say they don't want to hear it, well, that will tell you something about where they're at on their journey and their level. It doesn't matter whether you're a man or a woman. So that can be a very powerful technique. It's totally a delivery. That's what can be responsible. I just wonder when the table would turn and men will actually come looking for feminine wisdom personally i already see this i already see this happening but i will also admit i've been in this process and evolution for a while now and i've been fortunate enough to be surrounded online and now in person by men who are looking for that divine feminine wisdom that will that that will come and i feel like it's going to turn for some men but for other men, it, it will never turn in this lifetime. And I think that's something that we have to just be prepared for as souls who are on this path right now. All right, Christy, I notice a lot of resistance with fathers when I am offering suggestions that will benefit their kiddos. Like there's such a personal, like such an offense taken and it's seen as a personal attack and not very well received. Even when I'm literally asked for the advice. Mm. Yeah, this is this is a really great, a great point here. So thank you for bringing that up. And this, for me, this comes up and gets root, rooted down a lot of the time to failure or fear of failure, where men have a lot of trauma around failing. So when there's you, you know, a divine, a divine feminine woman saying, hey, like, hair is something that I've noticed, it's triggering that lower energetic of fear and that fear of failure, even if they're asking. So, yeah, it ties into emasculation. Well, am I not doing a good job as a father? Am I failing as a father? And here's the thing. If their, see, if their energy is resonating as a personal attack off of this, like it actually has nothing to do with you and you're just simply a mirror that they're projecting their insecurities and their wounding onto you. And it's kind of ironic when they're, when they're paying you or asking you for their advice. And this is one of those situations where it will, it'll either dissolve if they continue on the work of healing themselves or it or it's going to keep going deeper until it rears its head in other ways now i've noticed so much around the new like a, a new evolved way of fathering podcasts about how to become a better father how to enjoy the father experience how to raise conscious kids how to empower your children 
as a father. But again, this is all really, really new, really, really new. So in a scenario like this, it can be interesting to just perceive, well, like, why does, why does this man think he's failing his kids? Because at some level, he does. Why does he think, perceive himself as not being a leader with his family? Be really deep. How was his father in leading and his father in fathering him? Because we talked about, you know, fathers are just doing the best they can with the tools that they have. So where has that been passed down the lineage that it's gotten to this place where now they're asking for support but not willing to actually receive it? So Katie, plus with a client call, you're framing the space, you know, there for transformation. Maybe there's a, there's a way to do that with a partner. I'd love if men saw us in our intuitive feminine powers. Oh, I see, I see you, Katie, and your intuitive feminine powers. And remember, like the feminine is a mirror for the masculine. A man is a, like the woman is a mirror for the man. So the more that he begins to explore the sacred masculine, the divine feminine within himself, that's naturally going to make him more receptive to the divine feminine within you, within you as a, as a woman. So just notice that as well, like as he deepens into his masculine feminine relationship, how that shifts within your relationship. And I get it. It can be quite challenging when you're here in this program being like, oh, I have a sacred masculine energy. I'm working on that and allowing him to come out. And I have my divine feminine and I'm exploring the woundings on both of them. If your partner or the men in your life aren't doing that, it can seem like there's a gap. And this is where we have to be in that loving neutrality of realizing that it can take some physical linear time for that gap to open. And you also have to check in with, with your intuition and really see like, is your partner or is this man who you're allowing in your reality actually on the path, the unlocking path of the sacred masculine, or are they committed to the density, the patriarchal trap. And if they are, and that's what your intuition is telling you, well, that's where you have to go on your own exploratory journey of, are you prepared to be there and witness them, maybe play a role in them going down that patriarchal path? So Sonia, thank you so much for this. I'm so clear. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, you're welcome for all of that. And, and it's true because I've, all, I've always said, and part of my mantra, one of the reasons why I put out this program, despite a lot of projections from both women and men being like, well, you're not a, how can you help women heal? And that's because I truly know that men are here to help men heal. Women are here to help women heal. Men are here to help women heal. And women here are, are here to help men heal. We're all here regardless of what gender we are, to help each other heal. We're all here to teach our, teach each other things about ourselves. Katie, maybe my masculine needs to see my feminine intuitive powers. Yes, absolutely. Just realizing how working with kids in the Neville would work with parents too. Yep. 
I will say that a lot has been well received, though it's super interesting to see how things like control of their children, sports, activity suggestions, and those things bring up defensiveness. Very interesting to observe and be a part of gently guiding, healing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah, this is really good, right? Like moving the focus off the children, focusing more on the parents wounding. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, focus on the parents, focusing on the parents and then seeing the kids because kids are so malleable, right? Like we all know kids are so, so malleable that many of the problems or the challenges that kids are experiencing are because of the projections, stories, uh, and the way that their parents are raising the kids. Not exclusively, but a large percentage of the time they are. So if you can help the parents heal and evolve, that will naturally create a container where the child will be more free to evolve on their own. Katie, my friends work in sex ed and now works with the parent, only works with the parents. Okay, awesome. So we're going to wrap this up. If there's anything that comes up on related to this stuff, write it down about men, bring it to our next coaching call, and we can keep going. Thank you so much for checking that out. Brother, sister, beautiful soul tribe. It was amazing, amazing to share that with you. So thank you. I would love to hear your comments uh, at the New Earth Masculine. It's great that I'm starting to forget my freaking Instagram handle because I'm just decompressing off of social media a lot. I want to shout out my assistant and my team who really hold it down on there for me so I can be co-creating and expanding in other ways. And I'm excited to announce that after a bit of a hiatus and an interesting journey with my, my programs and clients and what I've been creating both in the private and in the online space after really being reinvigorated by transcending the patriarchy, I am opening up a number of limited spots into my latest program. It is a private mentorship. It is called Eye of the Tiger. And it is available in either three-month three lengths and six-month lengths. And this is where we are going to go deep into anchoring in higher frequencies of light, of purpose, and of clarity of the now moment. Because that is where you can be the creatrix or the creator. The limitless, infinite God source embodied in this form creating and from that place you'll be able to go beyond anything that we have looked at and felt as a species in a very 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 long time in linear years it's going to be deep into masculine feminine regardless if you're a man or a woman i've literally coached hundreds of women in this and it's so beautiful to have that perspective so if you're a brother who is ready to dive deeper into understanding the divine feminine both within and your relationships i got you we're gonna go deep into that and if you're a soul sister who's ready to to really drop into mastering your relationship with men father wounds all of the things that have come up through your life bro you know brothers past lovers current one but ultimately bringing it back in into that embodiment accelerator and healing and evolving you, 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 you. And from that place, your relationship with the external man, these literal, literal beings of light that are in front of you, you will be able to go deeper into loving them, 
courageously, fully, and playing that role in anchoring the divine feminines, remembering and awakening for co-creation with the sacred masculine. So it's going to be deep. You could feel it. This isn't your one, two, three. There's a lot of channelings, a lot of activations, um, and because it's going to be one-on-one. And I don't, you know, I, I have so much flowing that it really is going to be this co-creative space. And this is one of the things that I've learned on my mentorship journey is having this co-creative space where we can go and do things outside of the traditional box. If we want channeling, if we want to do energy work, if we want to deep dive, if we want to structure, if we want to flow, I really bring through that divine feminine, sacred masculine balance synergy. So that way you can really get not only the results, right? The masculine, we like the results, we like the things, the masculine energetic, show me my ROI, my return on investment, but also synergizing it with the divine feminine of intention and the dissolving of some of the biggest chains of this reality. Separation consciousness, judgment of self, which is just judgment of others or judgment of others, which is judgment of self, because I am you and you are me fully working on setting up the energetic of dissolving that shame, guilt. A lot of this rising up on the planet right now, a lot, a lot, a lot. It's really quite beautiful because shame and guilt has no place in the new earth. It's something that we have learned and are finalizing the learning of this lesson on this planet. So that way we can fully dissolve it and just be done with it. This is the thing. We've gotten the message as humans for so long. We know it's shame, guilt, misery, self-wounding, afflictions. We know what all these are. Our fucking planet is riddled with it. Has been. All of us are going through it right now. And I'm here to help and support you through that. I will not do the work for you, but I will stand beside you as a soul brother who is on this path, on this mission to help you really create an anchor. It is what you're meant to bring forth. So... A lot, you know, I have different payment options. I have all that good stuff. We can dive into logistics if you feel the energetic. So reach out to me at the New Earth Masculine, or you can reach me at New Earth Masculine at protonmail.com. So it's the New Earth Masculine. If you're on Instagram, send me a voice note. It'd be great. My assistant let me know. I'll pop in there and respond to you personally. I'll send you my, I'll send you my signal, and we can just jam out and see if it's aligned. And of course, like, share. Send this podcast to whoever you may feel that the energetic is relevant. So from my heart to yours, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for sticking around and holding the space during this transmission, this channel. I'm really excited for what's going to be coming with that. And I will see you in the DMs and inboxes. Much love.